0: Greetings, Jedi Master Yoda, this is, or at least his voice. It's Tom Kane uh, here at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con, and you're listening to an elegant weapon. Listen, you will. Foreseen it, I have. Yes.
1: An elegant weapon, but a more civilized age.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an Elegant Weapon Episode 226. My name is J. J. M. Clark, J the Jedi Ross, Russ, Jedi J, and welcome back to the L5J Studios. As always, I am so happy to be here with all you beautiful babies. This week's episode of an Elegant Weapon, brought to you by the great Philadelphia Comic-Con. That's right, happening April 7th to 9th, 2017 at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania, the great Philadelphia Comic-Con Points of Interest Podcast Network the official podcast network of the great Philadelphia comic-con. Many of our hosts will be there. I will be there. Josh L. Hawkes Hawks will be there. Jimmy McKnight will be there. Francis Fernandez will be there. Shelly Rossell will be there. We will be podcasting. We will be panel moderating and we will be just plain having a good time. So y'all need to come out. There's going to be some amazing guests. Ty Templeton is going to be there. Mark McKenna is going to be there. Uh, some incredible, incredible, incredible artists are going to be there. Bruce Boxleitner, John Wesley Shipp, Marina Sirtis, Arthur Sudem. Uh, yeah, y'all need to come on out. You need to check it out and have a good time, as we always do. The Great Philadelphia Comic-Con, April 7th to 9th. www.philadelphiacomiccon.com Also got some other news for you wonderful people Today. January 15th is the day I record this, you would be receiving it January the 16th, Uh, our good good friend, Cosmic Casey Pierce, y'all remember her and her book Pieces of Madness, well guess what kids, we got more coming at you, there's a new kickstarter that just began for Pieces of Madness the expanded edition, it's a reissue. It's got an amazing cover by one of our favorites, Mr. Ryan Lee. A couple new stories going to be in this expanded edition. So all all y'all, you need to go out to Kickstarter. You need to check out Pieces of Madness by Miss Casey Pierce. Uh, As I look at the Kickstarter right now, presently, on its first day, Uh, as of now, it's been on for five hours. She's looking for $2,000, and she's got $1,216 of it already still 29 days to go Uh, I'm not even gonna bother wishing Miss Pierce good luck the end is inevitable fundage is inevitable at this point Uh, please support Casey she's amazing she'll freak you out do it also as you hear behind me the lucid tunes of fresh hats tight beats difference engine that's right they also have a Kickstarter to put these fine groovy tunes on wax Vinyl indeed. Uh, they are sitting at, uh, of a $2,500 goal, they are presently sitting at 1664 so that's like 66%. So we're rolling along, but we still got a little bit of a ways to go. We got 16 days to do it, which is plenty of time, so if you're enjoying what you're hearing behind me, please, please go support our good friend Phil Buck and Fresh Hats, Tight Beats, the new album, So Many Things. It's very jazzy. Funky and fun. Go check it out. Kickstarter. Boom. This week, longtime friend, an amazing fellow, Anthony Rutgazer. He's a local Toronto comic book writer. He is a commentator for Alpha One Wrestling. He is the host of the Handsome Genius Club radio show podcast. And this week, he's back to the show. We're going to discuss his new Kickstarter for Heroes of Homeroom C. It's good times indeed, as it always is with the kingdom. So, strap in, sit back and relax, as I bring to you episode 226 of An Elegant Weapon, Mr. Anthony Rutgazer. Anthony Rutgazer, my friend. Welcome back to, uh, 2017 edition of an elegant weapon.
1: (laughs) What is going to differentiate, and this is not an attack, what is going to differentiate 2017 from previous years on an elegant weapon? Uh, what are you, what are you you doing though? What, a a new coat of paint? Are Are you building on an addition to the house? What, what are you doing? What are you doing differently this year?
0: We do, in fact, have a new coat of paint. You probably, I know you have seen it. Uh, Our new avatar logo slash whatever you want to call it. Uh, the, but, wonderful the wonderful work of Mr. J.P. Fosgit. The wonderful work of J.P. Fosgit, and which, I'm absolutely thrilled about that, because he just killed it. It turned out fantastic. So.
1: Oh, trust me, I know <clears> about <Jay throat> killing it because he did the cover for the book that we're probably going to start discussing.
0: Oh, we're going to so. get plenty into that for sure. And uh, actually, I do have a bit of a plan. Uh not a huge like plan but I, I kind of have to be huge but No, I kind of want to get back to the root of things. I kind of want to get uh back to where this podcast kind of came from uh in the beginning. Um not that I'm unhappy with where it's gone. I'm thrilled with where it's gone. I'm I incredibly pr- proud of the show, absolutely. Um yeah. just a few times over the past year or two I caught myself a little too wrapped up in uh everything that goes with the pod. You know what I mean? How
1: so, did, no, did, what, what do you mean by that?
0: Um, just a little, I was concentrating a little too much on, uh, the things that go around it as far as attending shows and getting certain interviews and, you know, I don't know, just, uh. uh. At the, by the end of the year, I just – I'm not disappointed in anything that happened. I'm incredibly proud. 2016 was some of the biggest guests I've ever had on this show, some of the most amazing talks. But as far as a, as a general basis, maybe a few too many Kickstarters last year. Do you know what I mean? Like a, I, I felt a little too much like a promo machine for a while. Ah. Oh, okay. You know, well, it's good that we're gonna start talking about my Kickstarter. Well, yeah, no, it's. <laughs> there's, that's why I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I think I just, uh, you know, I think I just want to get back more to the chat of it. You know, yeah. uh, a few too many interviews maybe last year, uh, maybe a little more conversation, and, and not that things are gonna change drastically, but. Uh, you know, and plus it was a weird year. There was a lot of distractions with 2016 being such a crazy, whacked out year that, uh. Oh, yeah. 2017 is going to be
1: very calm.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're in for some good times. Everything's just going to get better and better at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, that's good because I, you know, I, 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 I know you and, and I, I figure that you're the kind of guy that, Sees the end of one calendar coming in the beginning of another approaching and, and thinks to himself, well, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe this is the, the jump off point. Maybe this is where I, uh, tweak a few things. And I don't think that the show is, uh, has become anything that needs major overhaul by any uh, stretch of the imagination, but I know that uh, for you, uh 2017 uh appearing is a chance for you to say okay well let's take stock and see if there's something i could do uh better or more enjoyably
0: absolutely enjoyably is dead on the nail not that i haven't been yeah. having fun but it's it's see it's a weird time for me in the winter over the holiday season because also because of what i do at- for a yeah, living as an arborist. Sitting at home. Yeah, there, you get this two, three week period <laughs> of just hibernating at home and, you know, getting into. You know, it's it's a, it's a chance to revamp. And also, like, a lot of people look at the springtime as kind of the, the jump off or con season. That's a general mm-hmm. kind of thing. But mm-hmm. around here, March is coming fast, and we get started in March around here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's – uh, yeah, it's totally – it's a chance. Plus, you know, I, I, I commissioned the new logo from Jay, and, you know, it's a fun – thing to start the year but yeah maybe branch out from comics a little more like uh in the past you know there's a there's a few interesting guests that i really want to kind of shoot for to get on the show this year uh not necessarily from the comic world yeah um but you know there's still going to be plenty of them uh so you know like you say no major overhauls nothing's going to change i love the show uh, i hope people enjoy it but you know it's good to have goals for the year and uh you know, for the first time in the five-year history of an elegant weapon, maybe I'll get some T-shirts made. Mm. Now that you know, so just you know.
1: Well, the the logo <laughs> nothing
0: crazy. <laughs> no, but
1: the 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 uh, the logo that uh, that that Fosgate did for you would look great on a T-shirt.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, uh, if if anybody out there is familiar with J.P. Fosgate and his work on uh, Bodie Troll and My Little Pony, Dead Duck and Zombie Chick, he's done a bunch of work for Marvel this year um he's known for his cartoon style he's an incredible cartoonist incredible Mm -hmm. artist and he also has this kind of retro style that he does and uh, you know i i first saw it from him in a couple play posters that he did for friends a few years ago Mm -hmm. and i've been in love with that style of his ever since and that was the whole intention when i went to him i was like please do this in your retro style like yeah you know and we, we worked it out and it's it's beyond anything. It's the best thing about working with artists of that caliber is what they give you back. You didn't in any way see in your head it being that good. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. you just, you can't envision it like they do and then put it on paper. It's, it's absolutely incredible. So, uh, the year for you, uh, things wind up with the first hero. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Right. So, uh, you know, that's uh, Yeah, uh,
1: First Hero. That's on first, the tail first,
0: end first, of its adventure, yes.
1: First Hero. Well, yes and no. Uh, volume 3 is as it, it's at the printer. And uh I have uh I have an estimated delivery date, which is uh a few days uh, before the end of the month and a few days before the start of the next Kickstarter. It was important mm-hmm. to me uh that I get everything wrapped up for the uh, first hero volume three and for that Kickstarter before the heroes of homeroom C Kickstarter starts on January 30th. So uh, if, you know, fingers crossed if everything holds well uh, as, <laughs> as the uh, homeroom C Kickstarter is launching on that Monday morning, the 30th, I will be at Canada post, uh, <laughs> sending out, uh, everybody's volume three first hero trade paperbacks. So, um, I, I didn't want to, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to start one without finishing the other. And for me, like the major, f- this sign that we're at the finish line is, uh, the printer. Uh, the new printer saying to me, OK, it's uh, it's it's in the system. Everything is ready to go. And this is the date you're going to be getting them. And I was like, oh,
0: thank God. That must be a nice feeling. Eh? Well,
1: yeah, because I mean, <laughs> this is this is the first thing I, I did. Um, I did a preview version of Heroes of Homeroom C, the first it was the first issue uh, a couple of years ago. And I did that through Gorilla Print uh, Gorilla Printing here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the f- first real time that I, um, you know, beginning to end, put something together and, 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 and had it printed uh, for, for people to read. You know, like I had done preview books for the first hero, um, like eight pages, uh, and, and supplemental material to give to, uh, publishers back in 2013 but this was the first time i was going to put something together and have it at my table at conventions and say this is a book that i'm working on right um but this first hero trade paperback is the first thing i'm doing as aristocrats comics it's um you know there are already customers for it because of the, the 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 kickstarter You know, there are already, uh, people waiting for their copies and, you know, the rest will go on the table alongside the, um, Action Lab, uh, produced volumes one and two. So this is more of a, 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 it's still a soft open, uh, as the kids say, it's a soft (laughs) open for, um, aristocrats, um, heroes of homeroom c is really the test because that is the first book that is beginning to end an aristocrat's production
0: uh, right so the people know the the first hero is your tale uh, about a world where if you get superpowers you go criminally insane yeah and one one man is born who gets superpowers and doesn't go criminally insane and he's got to work that whole situation out. Yeah. So it's a great comic. You had a lot of very talented people involved in uh, all the all the volumes. And here comes Heroes of Homeroom C. Your four, as you say, your first production, pretty much beginning to end from Aristocrats. Mm-hmm. So way on the other side of things, kind of, um. Where did this spring to mind? What inspired Heroes of Homeroom C and explain exactly what is Heroes of Homeroom C? Okay, uh, the, the premise is pretty simple.
1: Um, twin 12 year old black superheroes lose their powers and their scientist parents send them back to public school. Uh, so, uh, even, even being sent back to, you know, to, to, to live in, 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 small town New England and, and going to school as, as normal kids, uh, they still managed to, uh, find more than their fair share of, of, of danger and adventure. Uh, so that's, that's the premise for Heroes of Homeroom C. Where it came from is actually, um, uh, two things led into it. Uh, one, was uh I had finished the scripts for the first volume of The First Hero and they had been sent to uh Philip CV uh my artist on that, that volume. And I was sitting around waiting for uh for for art to arrive. Which I mean, you know, I was getting art I don't want to make it sound like that because I was getting art on an incredibly regular basis from Phil. He is such a great, uh, collaborator. Uh, nice. Um, yeah. Um, but I, uh, I myself, I was sitting there with, you know, nothing but time on my hands as, as, as art was coming in. Uh, and second was Ty Templeton's, uh, comic book boot camp course, which I had taken, um, I didn't know you took one of his courses. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I, really? I signed, I signed my deal with Action Lab and then to, I was, I signed it or I was offered it. I think I signed it. Um, but I signed it and then I was, uh, and then I took Ty's course. Uh, okay. I got offered my deal January 3rd and I think my course started two weeks later or a month later.
0: Right on man how was that
1: fantastic uh, I when when people talk to me at conventions about breaking in or uh, I would like to do this when I grow up that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> try i'm trying not to i'm trying to get through this entire
0: appearance without a single curse word uh <laughs> hey yeah uh, i think we've kept it clean so far so far so, uh, I'm for, doing for a, the kitties out there now it's going to be conscious get, so i think we'll back able to the, pull it off nah, right? i
1: can i can do it i can do it. um <laughs> uh when, when when people talk to me at conventions or shows about you know uh i like to draw or i'd like to do this you know blah blah, blah whatever however they phrase it um I'll give them some advice, and one of the things I will say in the conversation is, do you live in Toronto? If so, and I tell them wherever Ty's table is, go speak to this man. He runs a, 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 a little school called Comic Book Boot Camp, and it's fantastic. I, I mean, I like to phrase it this way because it's it it, it means something to me. I had gotten my deal. I had, I had signed my deal with Action Lab. So somebody had said, we like your writing. You're good enough to publish. And then I went to Ty's course because I knew for myself, I could be better. And it's the difference between, if anybody knows my story personally, it's the difference between going to the San Diego conventions in the mid nineties, trying to break in as a writer. And doing it now, uh doing it twenty years later. Um, because when I oh I'm a i am i am I I I'm 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 searching in my I'm 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 ahead a sentence in my head and I <laughs> and I'm searching I'm searching for a replacement for a for a bad word. Um I didn't know crap from Shinola. Back then. Shinola. <laughs> well you know the expression, right?
0: It's not crap. Uh, I've never heard the word Shinola in my life. <laughs> you don't know Sh- Shinola is a, it's a shoe polish. Yeah. It was a okay. shoe polish
1: in the forties. So the expression oh, oh man, gee, you're, gonna of me, you're gonna make me say it. I'm trying no, no, to speak. it's all right.
0: Well we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> so, I took you completely off telling me even where Heroes of Forum C came from. No, but anyways. no, I'm
1: not I'm not, I'm not completely <laughs> off here, but wait, 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 wait. Okay. in the in the nineties i didn't know i didn't know poop from i didn't know my head from a hole in the ground how's that uh, that's good i didn't know what i didn't know and um twenty years later uh I had an idea what i didn't know and I knew of a way to find out and one of those ways was to uh to talk to people who knew better talk to people who had done it talk to right. people and and ty templeton is one of the most incredible teaching resources out there so for me to ignore that you know i traded shifts at work so that i could have uh midday uh, midweek evenings to go to his course tuesday nights to go to his course and uh for seven weeks and it made me better i actually uh i actually rewrote uh a lot a huge chunk of the first volume uh based on what i learned in ty's course and 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 that was just before i found philip CV to be the artist on volume one um so uh but one of the things that ty this is how we got onto this one of the things that ty taught me in that course was a framework for creating uh a high concept for a story okay and um so i rewrote the scripts i found phil sent him the scripts he started work i'm sitting there with nothing to do i'm about to leave for work one evening and i say to myself i need something new to write um and on the walk from here to the bus stop, I came up with the concept for Heroes of Homeroom C. Nice. <laughs> so as your listeners – as as listeners who have heard me on the show before know, I am an incredible over-explainer. So that was a long <laughs> way around me telling you. Uh, the answer to your question is, yeah, I had nothing to do and I thought I need to write something new. So I came up with this thing on the way to the bus. So it's No, <laughs> so
0: not <laughs> at all because –
1: I can't minutes d- <laughs> to explain what I could have said in 25
0: words, but it was actually very important. What you had in the middle of that whole yeah, thing was yeah. because I can't tell you how many people I've had on this show, um, who have had just such an experience at Ty's boot camp. Yeah, people who Ty, have Ty's learned school. incredible amounts. He's for the Toronto comic book community. He's he's a shining beacon of light and knowledge. You oh, know? absolutely, it's, absolutely. And if you're yeah. if you're
1: in Toronto. Uh, take advantage of that seek him out take one of mm-hmm. his courses absolutely
0: uh, and he's got him for everything how to draw how to write how to how to I'm how sure, to ink, other stuff anatomy,
1: yeah. layout of the page layout of uh, uh, of covers um, yeah he's he's absolutely fantastic and if you're not in Toronto and I, listen let's let's include the rest of the world I mean Toronto is the center of the known universe but let's of course let's not forget that there there are others. <laughs> Uh, other people. Um, if wherever you are, find that person, um, because as I've often said, if if you are, uh, if you are polite and sincere uh, in 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 asking for help or advice, um, then a lot of times people in the comic community will will give you that advice. Now, you know, there's a difference between uh, a three, five minute conversation uh, at a at a comic book convention and the kind of stuff that Ty does in his in his uh, boot camp courses. But any kernel of information that you can get from somebody who's been there and done that helps you. So, you know, you're not always going to get somebody who is going to sit down for, you know, three hours right. for two, uh, you know, uh, three hours a week, two months in a row who, you know, and, and teach you, but, yeah. but you could derive something from a conversation with me or from Fosget or from somebody at a, at a, a convention that, uh, that, A switch in your head turns on a light that you didn't see before and sends you down a new path of learning, shows you what you didn't know so that you will then seek out the answer to that new question in your head.
0: Absolutely. Panels, workshops that people are always doing at shows, they're invaluable. You know, people learn tons from just going to see people talk in a panel for an hour. Absolutely. You know, an entire hour of them spilling stuff. It's, uh, it's great. And we're spoiled around here. I mean, there's so many cool people. And Ty, it, not just that all that is offered, but he's a really nice guy. He's yeah. an entertaining guy. He yeah. tells mad stories. And, uh, yeah, having, you know, not just a guy there to do it, but such an entertaining guy who's good at doing it. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, lucky as hell. So, uh, speaking of all this, uh, Heroes of Homeroom C, let's address, uh, the people who are otherly involved. Because we've already mentioned Jay Fosgott. Yep. Of course, uh, and his cover work for you, which is, uh, fantastic, of course. Yeah, I'm
1: actually just, uh, as we, as we speak, I'm sitting here with my MailChimp account open. Preparing, uh, a new press release and in that press release is the, is the full, uh, cover that Jay did. Um, and I, I just last night, I, or yesterday afternoon, I should say, I got the, um, the new logo for the book and, uh, did a mock up and it's not even the mock up I showed you. Uh, yesterday, it's uh, right. I, I did a new version of it, which is a, a little prettier and uh, at least temporarily has the aristocrats logo on the front cover. But uh, that'll probably end up on the back in the final.
0: I yeah, think I you should keep it on the front, man. It's a comic book tradition, and that's people know right away when they look at the title of the book, they know where it came from. Yeah. well, because no, no, it's no, right uh, beside.
1: You see, this is what I this is why I say it's a it's a little it's a little different because right now uh, I have in 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 uh, in script I have Aristocrats Comics presents above the logo,
0: right. above oh, the, the okay. Homer C logo. Uh, and it's a graphic novel as well. Yeah, right? So, so the, yeah, that's, the aristocrats, that's a little different. The
1: aristocrats logo itself will probably go on the
0: back. Uh okay. I gotcha. I got tell me about Carlos. Oh, okay. Carlos Granda. Uh
1: Carlos Granda is the artist for Heroes of Homeroom C and and this guy's fantastic. I met him at New York Comic Con in uh 2013, I wanna say. Um and you know, I'm almost sure I've told this story uh, to you on the podcast before, but many, many moons ago, probably in 2013, I told. 2014. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. Um, okay. Carlos, I was at the Action Lab booth. I had basically just seen my work in uh, print for the for the first time. We did a, a a preview convention edition of Heroes of Homeroom C, Volume One, Number One, and I'm I'm sitting at the Action Lab table. Uh, at uh, Tables booth at um, at New York Comic-Con, and people were coming by and uh, showing their portfolios. And um, w- one of those people was Carlos Granda, who is from just outside Medellin, Colombia. He makes the trip up from South America every year for uh, New York Comic-Con. And uh, that's Lee Motor texting me in the background. I don't know if you can hear that.
0: <laughs> we're talking
1: about joe biden today uh what's
0: up lee motor cover artist for the <laughs> highlander or wait did he do the cover of the did, whole book he did the whole did book, the whole for book. Highlander. yeah he did the whole book yeah. right that's so i can't I still oh, can't believe that so happened man
1: bitch i hate him so much <laughs> he got his uh he got his reward pack from the mystery science Theater 3000 oh, or is that is that what this is yeah yeah
0: he right. did right son of a diddly nice well, that sounds like fun, at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've now, never seen it, but people love it. I got to check Mr. it Sandstein, out. Mr. Sanstein,
1: you would love Mr. Sanstein.
0: I know. How I gotta, would you not check that out? Anyways, just there's just so much to check out, man. That in Westworld. I haven't seen an episode of Westworld yet.
1: Anyways, I'm usually the one who gets off track. Okay.
0: Oh, I, I did <laughs> throw us off track. I mentioned Lee.
1: Uh, okay, so Carlos. So Carlos comes up uh, uh, to the Action Lab booth. He's showing his portfolio. Um, the other guys are busy. And I get, I
0: get yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a sec, okay. Yeah. Hold on one sec. What? Uh, hello, hey. hello is that is that Jay Fosgate? Yeah, uh, uh Jay, Jay Clark? Yeah, it's Jay Clark. Uh, you're live right now on an elegant weapon with Anthony me. Rutgazer, Jay Fosgate. <laughs> How did I fall
1: into this? This is crazy. Hey, Jay Fosgate, what's going on, brother?
0: He can't hear you, Anthony, because I've got uh, got headphones on to make this. uh, We're actually uh, just sitting here talking about uh, your wonderful art on uh, Heroes of Homeroom C. Yeah,
1: I was honored that Anthony had me be a part of that. It was amazing, and I know that the book's going to be huge when it comes out.
0: Uh, Good times indeed. Uh, Yeah, so we're just having a chat here. Can I call you back uh, shortly there, Jay? Yeah, I'll catch you later, Jay. All right, cool. All right, bye. Later.
1: There we go. That was perfect.
0: <laughs> okay, little little guest appearance, Mr. Jay Fosgate. So uh me, sorry, me go dropping
1: on. me dropping Motors name wasn't good enough. You had to drop Fosgate's. <laughs> I had to trump it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So Carlos came. Carlos came by the Action Lab booth. Uh, the other guys were busy, so I was the first person to see his portfolio, and I, I I loved his stuff so much that I said, "Look, if I let you go over there and talk to them, they'll steal you from me." I <laughs> have I have a script I'm working on. Uh I will give me your email address. I'll send it to you. If you like it, let's go to work. And he liked it and we went to work and it's been a long process. I mean, uh with me working on First Hero and him working on stuff like Pirouette and Geek Girl um that things were Uh, you know, we got through the first issue and then I decided to make, I shopped it around. I decided to make changes, blah, blah, blah. When the first hero cancellation by Diamond happened last, uh, last year, the first thing I did, basically the first thing I did was call Carlos and say, look, I want to work on homeroom C. I want to, I want to turn it into a graphic novel. Uh, and I want, I want us to dedicate ourselves to this as our next project. Are you in? And he said, yes, let's do this. Uh, Carlos is an amazing, amazing artist.
0: Uh, it looks great. Yeah,
1: it's, it's been fantastic. And I'm, uh, if you check out, uh, aristocratscomics.com, I'm going to be, uh, in the next couple of days, I'm going to be putting up, uh, some preview pages, but, uh, definitely on January 30th, when the Kickstarter launches, uh, there will be, uh, eight, possibly 10 pages of, uh, fully colored and lettered, uh, preview from the beginning of the book that will be part of the campaign page. So you'll, you'll get to see, uh, not only Carlos's amazing art, but, uh, where the story, uh, is starting, where it's going, and, uh, and hopefully everybody, you know, will, uh, will jump on board and support the book. Cause
0: I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And Fred Stressing did your Yeah, I was about your to say, colors. You know,
1: Carlos is doing amazing work. Fred, Fred Stressing, who has colored all of my work. Uh, he's done all three volumes of The First Hero and he did, uh, my issue of Action Verse for Action Lab um and uh behind the scenes stuff that hasn't come out yet there's we've had uh um preview pages for for other projects and 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 Fred is my man on those uh Fred does incredible work he's, he's very adaptable and um very creative and uh, his the style he chooses for each project uh for each volume of each project is is something that helps distinguish it. I mean he he went from Phil Seavey's art on volume one to the very different style of of, of Danny Zabal on volume two and he adjusted his work accordingly and it created something very new. It was like you know the, the, the work of, of of the of the artist and the colorist it's like changing cinematographers making the sequel to a film and, right. and getting a, a, a new, a, a, an almost new look at, at, at that world, almost, you know, a very different right. take. And and uh, um, f- Fred understood the difference between Phil and Danny's art and, and adapted to it. And then again, adapted again, when Marco Renna came in for volume three. And Marco Renna, by the way, Italian artist who is now doing, uh, Fathom for, uh, with Blake Northcott for, um, Aspen Studios, which is coming out February 1st, I think. You like uh, to
0: be global, don't you? Well,
1: you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, this is, this is the, the thing about the internet and what the internet provides for, uh, creators at my level is, is the ability to go beyond, um, their local area to find collaborators um when i was working on volume one of the first hero and my original artist uh dropped off the project i was i was scared because i had signed my deal and now i didn't have an artist and i was afraid that you know action, <laughs> i was afraid that Action Lab was gonna say say well you know we part of why we took it as this artist and what they came back to me and said was no we believe in this story take the time you need find a new artist. let us take a look at them and you know give you approval uh so i'm not just grabbing somebody who draws stick figures so i can you know right <laughs> but i i i went out and i searched um i searched uh deviant art and digital webbing and i was emailing and emailing and emailing established people but i found uh i f- i found philip cv on deviant art he had posted uh preview pages that he had done from uh, a couple of marvel sample scripts and i just fell in love with his work and uh and and contacted him and you know and he said yes and that was his that was his first published work and awesome, and I, I mean you know more than more than going globally it's it's me having luck with guys in their first published work because Danny Zabal had uh I've known Danny since he was 14. I've known Danny for, for you know
0: that's crazy. I've known His Dan- new book is so good. What's it called? The Sorcerers. Life Death and Sorcery. Yes, Life Death and Sorcery is so good. I've, it's I've, really good. I've known Danny for over 20 years
1: and that's crazy. <laughs> I, I had actually I had actually tried to get Danny onto the first hero volume one before I got in contact with Phil Seavey. Danny had just started, uh, work at, um, uh, animation company, uh, a video game company and, uh, you know, wasn't sure about. You know, like, was I offering him pie in the sky and how would, you know, how would time work? out? It was just it was not the right time for a bunch of reasons and a little bit of skepticism. Uh, right. But when it came around to volume two and Phil was busy with other things, um, Danny came to me and said, are you still looking for somebody? If so, I want this gig. And this was Danny's first published work as a comic book artist.
0: That's amazing. And, yeah, that's and then that's so good.
1: for volume three again, Danny gets busy with his own stuff, um, and I found Marco Renan. and this is Marco's first published work. Uh, action action verse number one is Marco's first uh, published work
0: in North America. And you like popping cherries, eh, Anthony? You like uh... don't make it dirty. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be keeping it clean. Don't, That's all right. I'll stick some soap in my mouth. I got some fight club soap in here still somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Still still in the plastic yeah. wrapping. Okay, uh a couple more things before uh Yeah. Yeah, two more things before we jump into the madness of the Kickstarter okay. to come. Uh Toronto Comic Con, you've been accepted. Yes. I'm I'm very lucky with the people
1: at Informa. Who are now the owners of, of Fan Expo Canada and its many related shows. They're doing 10, 10 shows a year now. I think we're doing Tor, uh, three in Toronto, Vancouver, Regina, Boston, two in Dallas, Orlando, and Tampa Bay. That's, or that's.
0: So are they all fan expos now? Or no, they're, they're not, not, other not other fan
1: expos. Uh, fan expo, <laughs> Vancouver, fan expo, Regina, fan expo, Canada, which is Toronto. Then there's Toronto yeah. Comic Con. There's toronto fan days which is the one day show in december
0: yeah
1: uh boston comic-con uh i right shows in dallas i think it's one is dallas fan days and one is fan expo dallas and then you know what's uh megacon is the two yes
0: that's in orlando yes orlando Um, and
1: and tampa they added tampa
0: you know what's super cool about Toronto Comic-Con this year is all the people I'm seeing are announced, are many artists that were familiar to be seen at these shows in Toronto, but are usually exhibiting themselves. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of first-timers who are getting guest spots this year. <clears throat> so kudos to Kevin and kudos to the people of Fan Expo because uh you know these guys have worked hard for years and they've been digging it out in the trenches and you know now they're on the back wall kids and yeah. uh, you get to sit with Uncle Anthony so <laughs> No well I've
1: That's... been I've been I've been very lucky I mean um uh, from from the uh previous administration as it were uh mm-hmm. straight through till now with uh with with uh, Kevin Boyd in charge of the uh the guest coordination um, in that, you know, I've been associated with good people and, uh, as far as creatively, um, and, and they have, uh, accepted me on, it, it, it really is a matter of, of taking a look at, at, at the work you're doing and, and saying, okay, um, you know, this person has, has reached uh, a point in uh, where you know we'll mm-hmm. we'll accept them as
0: uh, yeah 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 it feels good man it feels good like Keith Keith a Achee Han those guys are getting to to sit at the back for the first time so it's super super exciting um you are also now part of the Alpha One Wrestling announce team uh yeah yeah I you know what <laughs> I it, it, <laughs> um
1: I retired. As a wrestler uh in november of 2015 and then uh last april day after my birthday uh i was i was told it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't a matter of 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 me getting a choice uh uh, jade chung told me that i was getting up the next day early and going to uh alpha one just just to, to hang out at the show and um and when I was there, uh I, I think it might have been Josh Alexander, uh who looked at me and, and and said, Oh yeah, he's here and then turned to the promoter and said, Hey, uh get Kingdom on
0: commentary. And uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> so, And you were like, No, no, I couldn't as you took the mic from his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So hard to get me to talk. You really dragging it out of me. So, well
0: that's cool. At least you don't have to like fully retire from it. You can no, at least go once in a while. No, and,
1: and I, you know what Get
0: your ramble on, right?
1: Yeah, and I've I, I've had uh I've had offers from other uh local groups to come back to, you know, to wrestle or to do commentary or to manage and stuff. And um uh because of the the amount of time that I need to put into things like Homeroom C and
0: and uh and the first hero trade, like just the, the well, that's why you retired in the first place, and well, I, I think it's was a smart ma- decision. Was- I think you should stick with it because ever since you did that, it's been an up and up. Yeah, so. yeah the,
1: that was that yeah. was one of the major reasons because I knew the amount of time right. it, 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 I was going to have to put in on on this stuff, and For and sure. so I've I've uh, I've come close. I've oh, I've I actually accepted an offer and had to go back to them and say no, I have to back out of this. I'm, oh. I'm happy <laughs> you had a weak moment. Oh yeah, man! Oh, I was ready, but it was gonna be like it was gonna be like twenty. Oh. It was gonna probably end up being twenty shows this year, and that's oh no. And that's that's you know I mean think about it. Uh, that's
0: that's way too much, man. That would have totally taken away from your artistry.
1: Yeah, so
0: yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: I I had to back out. I'm, unfortunately, i unfortunately had right. to back out of it. But you know, well at if least Alpha, you get if Alpha One is if Alpha One is running seven shows this year. I, I seven Sundays isn't too bad. I it yeah. it, it keeps yeah. me from going crazy.
0: So <laughs> that's a good thing. Okay, listen. One of the things I think, if not the sweetest thing about you, because oh, you know, uh, I mean, you're a little, you know, somewhere. you're <laughs> you're in that tiny couple year generation a bit above me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm an old, and man. Uh, not far, but you're not old man. You're not that far. When off do you me. turn forty? Uh, February tenth. This year. Yes, <laughs> this, this February I turned forty. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, and you know, you've you made a conscious effort this year to be perhaps a more positive, less curmudge, curmudgeon-y individual, and I think you've uh, more than accomplished that task. You seem like a much happier, go lucky person, cool. and it's been great to see this for you. But what I think is the window to the sweetness of of Anthony Ruckgazer's soul uh-huh. is Otis is Otis Burke. your love and care for otisburg is unbelievable tell the people quick before we wind up here what is otisburg
1: otisburg otisburg uh is something and comes from something otisburg is my lego city uh it is a for anybody who knows lego it is a four base plate by nine base plate wide uh lego town that i am building and it's it's mostly or it's almost all um uh the modular building sets that lego puts out each year including this year's new one assembly square which i promptly went january 2nd and <laughs> to fairview mall here in toronto and bought <laughs> and started putting together it was great i'm sit i was sitting here overnight i'd get home from work about 3 or so and then spend, you know, put together, uh, another section of the book, uh, of the, of the model for a couple of days, uh, watching, yeah. watching Wrestle Kingdom live from New Japan at f- <laughs> 5 a.m. listening to Steve Carino giggle uh, at people swearing in the ring. And I'm building, you know, I'm building a ballet yeah. studio for, for <laughs> the Lego figures.
0: What? A, oh, what you have a—you a, live a charmed life, my friend. It's a beautiful existence. So, let me tell you. So, oh, oh, uh, yeah, listen, so hold on, hold on. Let me—two yeah. uh, 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 okay. sentences,
1: and I'm done with this. So, right. if you're interested in pictures of uh, Otisburg, and Otisburg, of course, comes from the name comes from the original Richard Donner Superman movie. Right. Ned yeah. Beatty's character complain. Hey, it's just a little lady bitty place, Mister Lutor uh (laughs) (laughs) you can check out my instagram which is my name is kingdom and i have pictures of uh otisburg as i put stuff together uh the you know the ferris wheel assembly square the main street all that kind of stuff so it's all there so if you're ever if you ever see me at a convention you want to be my friend bring me lego (laughs)
0: <laughs> beautiful beautiful january 30th kids the kickstarter for heroes of homeroom c find it under that or you can type in anthony rutgazer if you can figure out how the hell to spell it i'm not doing oh, it for on. you right now here's what you do and uh, here's what you do r-u-t-t-g-a-i-z-e-r
1: okay let me i'll go i'll give you all the social media really quickly on do it on twitter you can find me in two places on most social media on, uh, on Twitter, you can find me at my name is Kingdom or at Aristocrats CMX because Aristocrats Comics wouldn't fit. On Instagram, <laughs> you can find me at my name is Kingdom or at Aristocrats Comics, all spelled out. Uh, there's an Aristocrats Comics Tumblr, and uh, on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com/anthonyrutgazer R U T T G A I Z E R as Jay got right. Uh, And you can also find Homeroom C on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Heroes of Homeroom C. Check me out. Follow me. Give me a like, whatever you want to do. There's information there about all the stuff I'm working on, including Heroes of Homeroom C and the Kickstarter, uh, which starts on Monday, January 30th, runs throughout the month of February. Our goal is 16,500 Canadian which is approximately $11,000 American uh it helps produce a 74 page graphic novel all ages fun for all um which and, and and more than anything it it will uh it will help ease your conscience about a conscience about the amount of money you give to Marvel and DC by supporting a truly <laughs> by supporting by supporting a truly independent comic. No more lip service about how you uh
0: how you support comics and, and if you're producers. planning on supporting already ah. because you're familiar with Anthony, do it right away. Don't yes. wait on the Kickstarter because the quicker people pledge earlier in the campaign, that makes it popular. That's when Kickstarter sees it, and that's when stuff gets around. Uh don't forget to uh go see Anthony. Uh, at toronto comic-con march 7 march
1: 19th at the metro toronto convention center south building Yep. excellent
0: anthony thank you so much uh come back to the show anytime uh we'll do another party up when uh the campaign is successful
1: fantastic sir thank you as always jay
0: no problem kids that's all we're gonna have this week on an elegant weapon Techadis. <laughs>